What up, what up, what is going on today? Man, it's Tuesday. It's December 8th. And we're on episode 12. I'm still here. So that means y'all can still hear your boy. It's your boy, Daedrian. This is the Couch Potato Podcast. Again, we're on episode 12 and I'm excited. So much to talk about. Man, what happened in the NFL? What happened in college football? What happened in college basketball? What's going on in the NBA? What's up with James Harden? And what's up with Kyrie Irving? So much to talk about. So much to get into. Also going to talk about, we still got police still shooting unarmed black people. But that's no surprise. And also, we also got black people getting thrown in jail for just be, just being with somebody. Just being around somebody. Ain't this, ain't this something that's crazy, right? Anyway, so I'm going to just dive right into it. So listen, what movies are y'all watching? What movies are y'all normally watch during the Christmas time? Um, I know that Netflix usually shows a bunch of movies that we get to watch. And, you know, I'm, I'm a somewhat of a traditional kind of guy. Like, I, I have to watch Home Alone 1 and 2 only. Those 1 and 2 can't watch anything past 2. Also, got to watch The Preacher's Wife. And this year, my plan is to try to watch the first three Die Hards because those are Christmas movies. So that's just some of the, you know, movies I try to watch every year. It's because, you know, it's, it's, it's basketball. I mean, not basketball. I'm sorry. Y'all forgive me. It's Christmas time. So you got to watch those movies. And again, The Preacher's Wife is an all-time classic. So you, you got to watch them. So... Also, y'all, listen, I'm going to tell you how just amazing my wife is. Not only can she cook, but she can bake and she can sew. But more importantly, she is a great writer. I know she doesn't like to, she's very modest in that area, but she's a great writer. With that being said, my wife just finished her book after being edited and things like that. She finished her book. And it's out on Amazon right now. The name of it is called Going Up Yonder. Now, it's a children's book, but I believe adults should read it as well. You know what I mean? Um, it, the book talks about what happens after we die. So, it'll be something that, again, you can read with children, adults can read, teenagers can read, anybody can read it. So, go on Amazon, get the book, Going Up Yonder. I was going to sing, but my wife said no. Or she looked at me kind of crazy. So that's why I'm not going to sing for y'all. <clears throat> anyway, let's get into the NFL. Week 13 and a lot of games to talk about. So let's talk about the Colts and the Texans. First off, let me say this. Win or lose, draw, when it comes to a game or whatever, you get, you got to show sportsmanship. No matter how you lose, when you lose, you got to show sportsmanship. Because it, it it shows who you are as a person. No, regardless of how you lose. Um, Deshaun Watson, you know, it was a bad snap that got to him, and the ball got away, and the Colts got the ball, and that's pretty much how the game ended. But the Texans lost twenty six twenty, and with each loss. The Miami Dolphins get a, 
a good pick in the next year's draft, which is in about four months. So, yeah, that's that. Also, the Cleveland Browns are 9-3 and three with a win against the Tennessee Titans. They won 41-35. And th- this game was a tale of two halves because the first half, Baker Mayfield was playing lights out. He was playing like a Heisman Trophy winner. But the second half, because they were up so big, there was not too much he needed to do. But the Titans made a comeback. They made a comeback. They were down 38-7 to at halftime and ended up losing only four, only by six points. I believe Cleveland should have did a lot better with, with that. Um, for me, it doesn't say a whole lot. I'm not saying that I'm a Cleveland hater or anything like that, but it just shows like you score 38 points, you, you should have kept your foot on the gas. That's, that's how I look at it. Should have kept your foot on the gas. So, Cleveland won. They're nine and three, and they officially is going to have a wings winning record at the end of this season, even if they lose the last four games. So, also, um, the Rams and the Cardinals. The Rams won thirty eight twenty eight. The Rams played well enough to win. Obviously, Kyler Murray has been struggling the last few weeks, but when you're going up against Aaron Donald. It's usually a a no match because he he can control the whole front line when he's on defense. Also, the the Eagles and the Packers played. Uh, Packers won thirty to sixteen. Carson Wentz just looks out of sync. Like he looks really bad, like really bad. And no one's not even talking about it. Like, he looks distraught out there because he's trying to prove himself. So, he's trying to do this and trying to do that so much that in the third quarter, he got benched. And they brought in Jalen Hurts. Shout out to Channel View, Texas. I got an uncle that live out there. Uh, Jalen Hurts came in and brought somewhat of a spark. They actually cut the lead down to seven before um, Green Bay just kind of took over. Toward the end, but once Jalen Hurts came in the game, like the the vibe of the game felt different. That was like, all right, let's see what he can do now. Granted, Jalen Hurts didn't light up the world out there, but he made some passes that looked like okay, he's he's been in the film room. And once once teams get adjusted to him, then he'll have to make adjustments as well. But I thought he did pretty good out there. <clears throat> Sunday night game. The Broncos and the Chiefs. Um, I think the Chiefs missed out on six points. Um, Tyreek Hill, he did catch that pass. He he got Dez Bryant because the ball never touched the ground. Even, and they didn't even try to challenge it, or they did try to challenge it. And it was still ruled incomplete. I don't know how. The ball never touched the ground, just like Dez Bryant. But the Chiefs still won 22-16 against the Broncos. And regardless of what the record says, and I've always said this, even though it hasn't really been a rivalry within the last couple of years, but Chiefs and the Broncos have been somewhat of a rivalry. So it's, it's, it's a divisional foe. And the game 
it looked like the Chiefs did have it in hand, but the Broncos' defense played well enough to keep them in the game. But they came up short, 22-16. Monday night's game, there were two of them. The Washington football team beat the Pittsburgh Steelers 23-17. And there's officially no more teams that are undefeated. Which, for me, I'm kind of happy because... Now it takes all of that pressure off of them trying to go undefeated. And not on top of that, the Steelers had to play like three games in like two weeks or 17 days or something like that because of games getting pushed back and things like that. So um, they're, they're probably tired and it's understandable. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not mad that they lost I'm, again, I'm always – I don't ever want to see a team go undefeated because that, there's always that pressure. If they go undefeated during the season, they have to win out. And as we've seen what happened to the New England Patriots when they lost in the Super Bowl, you know, it, it kind of goes to show, like, yeah, we don't want that added pressure. So that's – you know, that was that game. And also the Bills beat the 49ers 34-24. Monday night game, which was actually actually surprisingly interesting game. I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game, but Kyle Allen came out there and played his butt off. I'm sorry, not Kyle Allen. Josh Allen. Too many Allens in the league. Anyway, he came, uh, they came out, and I think he threw like four touchdowns, and he looked good out there. The Bills defense, you know, did their part as well. And but I didn't. There was no Ed Oliver sighting. Kind of like for the Titans, there was no Jadavian Clowney sighting, except Jadavian Clowney played. <laughs> so we got a Tuesday game today: the Cowboys and the Ravens. Dez Bryant is going against his former team. That is going to be exciting. I hope he gets the ball. Lamar Jackson is playing. Let's hope. The offense shows up. But it's the Cowboys. And, you know, their defense hasn't been great, but they've been able to show up when when needed. It's just the offense hasn't been able to do what they need to do now. So let's hope Zeke holds on to the ball, Zeke. Hold on to the ball, Zeke. Please, hold on to the ball. That's, that's all we ask. So we're going to shift gears, and let's talk about this hit. That was heard around the world. Out here in Edinburgh, Texas, young man by the name of Emmanuel Duran went out on the field after he was ejected from a game and hit a referee. I mean, he hit him like he was playing Madden and it was a hit stick. Like he hit him, he hit him good. Some people say it looked like a chest bump, but and I ain't never seen no chest bump to where somebody has a concussion at the end. Referee ended up having a concussion and had to go to the hospital. But, man, um, a lot to unravel with that, in my opinion. Um, we don't know all the details of what happened, why he ran out there on the field, but it looked like there was something that was going on on the field anyway. And, obviously, eyes can't be everywhere. So, but, and a lot of people... 
should say he should go to jail and doing all this and that. <clears throat> so when I initially first saw it, I always like to read comments that people leave and things like that. Um, and it's always, uh, you know, what are your thoughts about it? Well, one first thing I said, treat him like he's white. Not not to try to sound racist or anything like that, but he, he, he deserves a second chance just like any other person deserves a second chance. He made a mistake. Now, I don't think a college team is going to take a chance on him because, you know, if you're doing this in high school, what happens if this happens in the college or even the NFL, even if he gets that far? I doubt it because, but again, he he deserves a second chance. He deserves another chance. He made a mistake. Maybe he needs some anger management classes or something like that, but let's not just write off acting like, you know, he's just like a horrible person because people tend to do that a lot. They think that you make one huge mistake and you're such a horrible person. Um, but yet, they, they can't arrest uh, Breonna Taylor's uh, killers who are police officers. And they made a huge mistake, but they walking free while she's um, six feet in the ground. But that's for another time or place. For what better place than this right here. Hello. All right. So, also, I mean, I, I honestly, I do hope the referee is okay. I'm not, you know, not making it seem like I don't care about the referee. You know, what happened is the young man did what us as athletes like to do. You know, we 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 want to knock out the referee, but we're not going to do it because of the integrity of the game. So that you know, I mean, for me personally, I, I've never had an issue with a referee, at least not playing semi-pro football. Um, in basketball. Maybe issue here or there, but, you know, there was nothing to where, like, I'm going to run over the referee type of thing. But <sighs> I, I hope this is the end of Mr. Duran doing anything that makes him look bad. I, ho I hope he goes to anger management or do whatever he needs to do to where something like this doesn't happen again. So let's let let's give him another shot. Let's not make it seem like he's such a horrible person because there are a lot of horrible people in this world. And to use the statement that gotta say this again, that white people use, oh, he's young. You know, we all did crazy stuff at 18. Let, let, let let's use that mindset too for this young man. College football week 14, the Buckeyes of Ohio State smacked around the Spartans of Michigan State, 52-12. Justin Fields had a total of four touchdowns, two passing, two rushing, and the Buckeyes made a statement in the game. That hopefully that keeps them, hopefully that keeps them in the, in the hunt, you know, to make the playoff. I think, I think they're a team that should be in the playoff. Also, the Indiana Hoosiers beat the Wisconsin Badgers 14-6 in, in a defensive struggle, but there was a lot of hits in that game. Hoosiers, ooh, excuse me. Also, the game of the week, in my opinion, 
was the BYU Cougars losing to the Coastal Carolina Chanticleers. Chanticleers, I don't know if I said that right. They lost 22-17 to Coastal Carolina. Both teams were undefeated at the time. And let's see if the if the playoff committee will give Coastal Carolina some love. They played a ranked team, although where they play their division, their conference or whatever, is not great. So we'll see how it goes. Also, Clemson won 45-10 against Virginia Tech Hokies. The game looked closer than it was at first in the first half. But Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, Travis Etienne, men pulled it out. Also, the Crimson Tide beat the LSU Tigers, Tigers 55-17. But let me pause real quick. I know I've been talking about Mac Jones, Mac Jones and Kyle Trask, Justin Fields uh, getting the Heisman. But, man, can we talk about Devontae Smith also being in the Heisman conversation? Yeah, he's going to win the Belinda call. But man, can we can we throw his name in the Heisman in the Heisman race? I know it only goes to four finalists and it's probably gonna to go to all quarterbacks, but I think wide receivers should get just as much love. Cause this dude has been playing lights out. Cause just last year, he had Henry Ruggs, Jalen Waddle, who else Jerry Judy. And it was like it's just him by himself, and he keeps getting open. Like, teams are trying to game play for him. He had three touchdowns in the first half against LSU last this past Saturday. He he, need, he needs to be in the talk for Heisman. Seriously. He really does. Also, number five, Texas A&M Aggies. Gig him. They beat the Auburn Tigers 31-20. So... That game was that game was it was interesting, but Bo Nix is um to me he's losing his hype that that he that he's been given that from what I've seen. Also, the number nine Iowa State Cyclones beat the Mountaineers forty-two to six. That game was already out of hand. So. There were some other games I didn't get a chance to take a look at. But for the most part, the teams that are in the top of the playoff pretty much held, held their own, held their spots. So they have nothing to worry about. That's why I didn't mention Notre Dame. That's why I didn't have to – yeah, well, that's on the team I didn't mention. Also, so why is 45 giving out participation awards? Um, so when, when I say that it's because the, the medal of freedom award is given to the, it's the highest esteem award you can get as a civilian. And just lately he's been giving them out to, to people. Now, this is no knock on Lou Holtz or the other person who he's given this award to, but it's like now everybody can get one. To my knowledge, Lou Holtz has only played football. Oh, it's only been a football coach. Which, nothing wrong with that, but there's nothing heroic about that. Just saying. I, I really believe he's trying to do anything and everything he can to to just tear down America. And no one's talking about it. Like, 
no no one no one really wants to discuss it. Everybody wants to make it seem like oh he's he's done some good in this country. No. He's done some good. However, 45 has done a lot of hate in this world, so to speak. And giving out the Medal of Freedom Award is is something that's something for someone who does something courageous. Not not just to be given out just because you feel like they deserve it. Understand Lou Holtz has been a great football coach, college football coach at that. Um, uh, I have no issue with him as a coach, but other than that, I haven't heard anything else about, about Lou Holtz that he's done that makes him heroic. So, so 45, start giving up them, uh, them participation awards. Cause, and like I said, if y'all can read some of these comments when it's like that there's a hate towards blacks and there's a love towards whites because, oh, they've done this, they've done that. And then when somebody that's black, well, they ain't done nothing. Oh, so everybody can get a participation award. But like I've said in uh, the past weeks, you know, all these white kids can't play basketball, football, baseball like the black kids can. And who's the ones that's bringing in all of the scholarship, uh, all, all this money to these to these colleges? And y'all are reaping the benefits of them because your child is not talented enough, not even good enough to play those sports. So you got to play something that, that, that you could probably be okay at or that you may not even get any achievement on. So, <laughs> yeah, participation awards. Anyway, college basketball. Yes, it's here. It's going live, and it is in your face. Shout out to the Houston Cougars, man. They are playing great. I mean, they've been trending on the up and up. So that's been that's been something to to take a look at, man. The Houston Cougars are playing well. Quentin Grimes and Kelvin Sampson as the coach have them playing. Um, I, I do believe they can be a team that could get to the Final Four if they have a tournament this year. I believe they could have done it last year if this pandemic hadn't happened. But who knows? Um, the ACC and Big Ten showdown starts this this week, as well as the Big East and Big 12 showdown. Um, I, it's, it's always a pleasure to watch some of these teams play. Um, and, and what I like about the the ACC and Big Ten tournament is that they always put the ranked teams against each other. Like, they put the highly ranked teams against the teams because it's it's box office. So, you got Illinois playing Duke, and you got UNC playing Iowa. You got Michigan State playing Virginia. Indiana playing Florida State. Those are the, 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 the bigger matchups you want to see. Like, obviously, everybody wants to see Duke because it's Duke. Everybody wants to see North Carolina. Because it's North Carolina. Everybody wants to see Michigan State. People in Virginia want to see Virginia. So it, it'll be it'll be great this week. I'm excited. Um, also, the Big East and Big 12 
Creighton versus Kansas is going to be good. Villanova versus Texas. I believe they just they just played Sunday. Uh, Villanova came out on top 78-74 in West Virginia and Georgetown. Georgetown uh, is on the come up, I believe. Patrick Ewing really, I believe he'll have them ready to play and have them ready to go. And with the latest polls coming out, y'all better watch out for the Richmond Spiders. They, they're playing pretty good, and they, they have seniors on their team. So with seniors on the roster, you know, they, they, they've been through the tough games. They know what it's like, and they are poised and ready for the tournament. I believe they'll be ready. They'll be a team to watch out for. Granted, what, 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 they, what they lack in height, they gain in, in heart and will and determination. So be careful if you have to play a Richmond type, uh, Richmond Spiders. Um, also, for the for the name for the, for this guy, I know he's been he's been out of coaching for a couple of years or whatever. But he's back coaching. Uh, Rick Pitino, former coach of Louisville, former coach of I believe Kentucky, is got his first win in three years with Iona. Um. He's back coaching. Um, again, he's somebody who made a mistake, and he's in his 50s or 60s, and he's getting another chance. So clearly, if he can get another chance, Emmanuel Deron can get another chance as well. So this next topic I'm going to talk about, this, this may ruffle some feathers, and this may make, I'm not going to say some people, but some women, feel uncomfortable. I'm pretty sure my wife is going to get on me about this, but it, it has to be talked about. So Brandon Blackstock is seeking 436000 a month in spousal and child support from Kelly Clarkson. Y'all know who Kelly Clarkson is. She's a singer. She's on The Voice. She does all of this and that. So I saw it and someone, a female, was like, he... He, he, he don't deserve none of that. And I'm like, mm, he may he may not be able to get the child support, but because she has the children. So she he he should not get child support. But spousal support, yeah, he should be able to get that. Because in a in a in a in a marriage, it's never just what oh, this is yours or this is mine. No, it's ours. And in a divorce, regardless of who's the breadwinner. Um, if, if you live in a certain lifestyle with that person, that person is, is, is entitled to keep, to maintain that same lifestyle. So in this situation, he's asking for 436,000 a month in spousal support. So, Hey, I believe he should get it. Now I know some women are going to be like, he don't deserve that. What was he doing? What was he doing? Uh, while he was with her. Probably taking care of the children when she was out on tours and things like that. Like, it's he 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 deserved just as much of it. If the roles were reversed, you know, women all over the world be like, "Oh, get your money, get your money." You was with that man, did it, did this and that. So, come on now. And I know my wife is going to get on me about this because she, she always listens to my podcast. So if anybody else don't listen, I know she'll listen. 
Um, she's going to get on me about this. So, women complain. And I'm not saying all women. Because my wife doesn't complain as far as getting equal pay. And I've been in support of women getting equal pay in sports. Or, or, or whatever. Well, I'll, I'm going to say this. I believe women should get equal pay in whatever field or profession that they're in. They shouldn't be treated less because if they're qualified to do a job, they should be qualified to get paid for their job. Period. However, that's not the world we live that's not the America we live in. And so with that, women I'm not gonna say complain, but when they talk about wanting to get equal pay, um, they they should get it. But at the same time, if you if you live in a certain lifestyle and you marry somebody and y'all get a divorce for whatever reason, he 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 deserves half of what you got. Period. Because that that's that that's how that's how that's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> because if if a man is making a crazy amount of money, you know he, you know, and and y'all get married or whatever, and get a divorce, you 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 want you want half of it. Because you want to maintain your lifestyle. So he's entitled to that. He's entitled to that. Right now, Dr. Dre is getting into it with his ex-wife. And she signed a prenup. And she won't, she won't, she won't half of what he got. But she signed a prenup. And she's claiming, oh, I didn't know what I was signing, signing into. Yes, you did. But she won't, but she wants to maintain her lifestyle. Like, come on now. You know, just a few years ago, Dwayne Wade's ex-wife is homeless. And, you know, they was talking about how he should help her. But he gave her, like, I think $5 million, $10 million or something like that. What was you doing with that money? To where you claiming he left you out on the street. Well, Dwayne Wade has the boys. Yes, I said boys. Boys. Dwayne Wade has the boys. Emphasis on the boys. That's for another topic. So, he is entitled to that. So, if the I hope the judge rules in his favor and he gets that spousal support. Period. Ladies, y'all can be mad at me if you want to. It is what it is. That's 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 America. If you don't if you don't like it, change change the rules. Go out and go out. Well, yeah, go out and vote or go run for office. And and even 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 if you become a judge, you can't be you can't be biased. Got to be straightforward. Just saying. <laughs> so all right, Saturday night, big fight, and it was between Earl Spence Jr. and Danny Garcia. And watching the fight. I, I knew that Errol Spence wasn't going to knock him out, but I knew that he was going to take control of the fight. And for him to come out with a unanimous decision and on top of that decision, you know, him just being able to handle, you know, have the fight in hand. Like, 
Danny Garcia couldn't do anything against him. Like, he couldn't even get close enough to try to do anything to him. Now, he did get some punches in. Garcia did get punches in, but Errol Spence was in control of the fight from, from round one to round 12. So, now the big question is, is he going to fight Bud Crawford? I would love to see that fight. I would actually pay money to watch that fight. I may not I may not have people come over. Well, maybe a couple of people I might have come over. But I would definitely, definitely pay to watch that fight. Of course I have to talk to my wife first because she's she handles the business side of the uh of the marriage. So anything that as that's bill related or making decisions financially, she handles that and she does it well. I'll, I'll say this quick bit to give her a shout out. Listen, um, as men, we can't be in control of everything. We can't handle everything. That's why we have wives for that matter. N and not, not to say that I'm weak in the financial department as far as handling bills and things like that. That is my wife's strength. And that is something she handles way better than me. Again, not to say that I'm weak in it, but she she's just better at it. So why would I, you know, try to take control of something that she's clearly better than me at you know let her run it and, that, and that's and that's in any how any marriage any household um allow your wife to whatever's her strong suit uh her strength let let her handle that period i mean is it, it doesn't doesn't make you less of a man if she handles it it just actually makes you smart as a man because you're allowing your wife to take care of something that you know that you have nothing to worry about when it comes to our bills and stuff, my wife, I have nothing to worry about. She takes care of everything. She 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 just tells me, hey, this came in the mail. All right, I know you're going to take care of it, so I don't have nothing to worry about. Oh, anyway, but, and I, you know, I don't, I don't foresee us having anything. I don't foresee us having any issues like anybody that's getting a divorce because we don't see ourselves getting a divorce for that. Can I get an amen? All right. So Snoop Dogg is starting a fight club to where former, I believe, celebrities and other professional athletes get together and do a fight club. I want to say it'll kind of be like a real-life celebrity death match. If y'all ever watched that show, there used to be this come on MTV. That's, uh, I believe, how it's going to be, in my opinion. So, um, I guess kind of wait to see. Um, also, Clarissa Shields plans to start fighting MMA. Um, Clarissa Shields is a gold medalist in the Olympics. She's a pretty good boxer. She always wanted to fight Layla Ali. Um, but I don't think that's going to happen. But she's going to be fighting MMA. Let's see what she does. So... Anthony Joshua, and I'm still talking about boxing, Anthony Joshua is probably going to end up fighting Alexander Usyk before he fights Tyson Fury. Although, although Anthony Joshua has a fight coming up, I believe, this weekend, um, he'll, um, his next opponent will probably be Alexander Usyk. And again, look, looking at the name and how it's pronounced, Totally different. <laughs> totally different. Because 
it's pronounced Alexander, like you will spell Alexander, but it's it's spelled differently because of where he's from. So we just got to wait and see. Also, Floyd Mayweather is fighting Logan Paul. If you don't know who Logan Paul is, Logan Paul is the guy who knocked out Nate Robinson. And now Nate Robinson is a is famous for being a hashtag, for being a meme, for being whatever you want to insert in there. You know, now people don't say night night. They say we, we about to go Nate Nate. <laughs> so uh, I don't I don't know how interested the fight would be because it's supposed to be an exhibition, so it's not really a fight, if that makes sense. It's not really gonna be a fight. It's an exhibition. I don't know. Just gotta wait and see. So I wanna talk about this and and when, when as I'm talking as I'm talking about it, I have to make sure I don't get emotion emotionally involved in it because it's just some things you don't do, and it's just some things you shouldn't do, even to a child. So it's it's a touchy subject, and excuse me, I need to drink some water, y'all, and. I'm just like just 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 some, some things you, you shouldn't do as an adult. So the rapper Future tells his son, "Forget you," but he used the other colorful word that I'm not gonna say, and that he will put a cap in his mom. Now, for anybody who don't understand what "put a cap in your mom" means, or "put a cap in you" means, it basically means I'm gonna shoot your mom or kill your mom. Now this is not this is not Sierra's that he's referring to because Future has quite a few baby mothers. And for me, when I first saw it and I left a comment on it, I got bashed for it. Like I really got bashed for it. And I'm trying to figure out why why am I getting bashed for this? Like how is it possible? How is it possible that I get bashed for stating something that could potentially be true? Like, so what I said was in the comment section that there's something internally that's going on with Future. Don't know what it is. Don't know what he's been through as a person, personally. But there's something that's internally going on with him, and we have to try to, you know, he has to try to figure that out. But for him to tell his son, forget you, and I put a cap in your mom, is uncalled for. And he did it at his eighth birthday. I think that's crazy. I think that's scary. Like, it's, and it's, it's traumatizing for him. He's eight. He's eight years old. And to hear your dad say, forget you, I'm going to put a cap in your mom. Mm. So... I was told that in the comment section, oh, he's a man. And I even got cussed at. And I'm just like, so so we walk around the world because they made it seem like he should know better. You're right. He should know better. However, we all deal with things internally that we sometimes don't discuss with other people until 
it takes a situation to where we lash out. So, so where, you know, we have to look at it like that. Like, we can't just automatically assume that he has it all together because he's a rapper, he got money, he's, well, he ain't got a lot of money because he paying child support for, like, 12 children. But, you know, there's something that's going on that needs to be addressed, and it's not being addressed. So, you know, people need to wake up and act like, and then one of the guys that was cursing at me, he was in the military. So I said to him, I said, you mean to tell me that the, the way you went in the military is the same way you came out? I highly doubt that. I highly doubt that. But, you know, well, I, guess, I guess apparently we're all perfect. Anyway, I'm going to move on from that. So the NBA buzz, what's the latest? What's the latest? Well, James Harden is purposely trying to get out of Houston. Purposely trying to get out of Houston. But I've been saying the Rikers need to start over anyway. So he hasn't showed up to camp because of the COVID protocol that he has to go through. And he wants to get traded to the Nets, but he's open up to going to the Sixers. Um, That's not going to work if he go to Philly. I honestly don't think it's going to work if he go to Brooklyn. Like, un unless he changes his game. that That's, that's going to be the thing. Like, he's going to have to change his game up. I'm not saying that he has to be a spot-up shooter, but he's going to change his game up. Like, let's say, for instance, if he stays in Houston, if he stays in Houston, John Wall can handle the ball as well. Uh, maybe not like Westbrook, but he can handle the ball. So, so what are you going to do? And then if you go to Philly, what Ben Simmons is their point. So you're going to be okay with playing off the ball? Not not, not saying you can't get your points because we know you can get your points. But you got to be able to play off the ball. And that's – don't know if that's going to work for James Harden. Him going to Brooklyn, you got Kyrie who can handle the ball. Like, like what are you going to do? There's not too many places you can go where there's not a legit point guard. So, just, just stay in Houston. <laughs> um, and then, and then, then if you do go to Brooklyn, you're really going to have to be a spot-up shooter because you got Kevin Durant, you got Kyrie. Well, Kyrie's probably going to get hurt, and I'm going to get to him in a minute. Um, so, just, I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with James. So, James Harden had to change his game if he wants to try to get a championship or something like that. Like, you got to change your game up to where it's beneficial for everybody else. Not saying you don't have to handle the rock, but you have to be in a sense of where you can handle the rock and be able to play off the ball. Because Bradley Bill can do both. Um, and it's the same for CJ and Dame Dollar. Also, something that something that has not been talked about. Like, shout out to LeVar Ball again. All three of his sons have NBA contracts. And nobody's talking about it. Like nobody. No one has said anything. No, no one, no one has said anything. I've been watching ESPN. 
and no one's talking about how LeVar Ball has all three of his boys with an NBA contract because he said all his boys would be in the NBA. Of course, his dream would have been for all of them to be playing for the Lakers, but they all have NBA contracts. Lonzo Ball playing for the Pelicans. LaMelo Ball playing, playing for the uh, Hornets. I almost said Bobcats playing for the Charlotte Hornets. And LiAngelo Ball signed the NBA. It's a non-guaranteed contract, but he signed it with the Detroit Pistons. And I believe he'll make the team, only because they need some shooting. Since they got rid of Luke Kennard, they're going to need some shooting. And LiAngelo is the better shooter out of all three of them. So it's it, it's like no one's talking about it. Like he, he definitely should get Father of the Year award. Period. He gets it in my book. All three of his boys have NBA contracts, and no one's talking about it. Oh, I guess that's because that, that's too positive. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. You got the Holiday uh, brothers all in the league, and you got the Ante the Kumpo brothers all in the league. Two of them play for Milwaukee. The other one plays for the Lakers. Um, the Holiday boys, Drew plays for Milwaukee now, and I believe Justin – and Aaron Holiday both play in Indiana. So that's obviously that's history in the making that, you know, you have a, tri a trio of brothers all in the league at the same time. So that's good, but man, he got all three boys and no, I, I can't believe no one's talking about it. I guess, I guess he's too positive. I don't know what it is. Anyway, also, let me so let me get back to Kyrie Irving, and then I'm gonna talk about what what, what games I'm looking forward to because now that the schedule is out, the first half anyway is out. Let me talk about Kyrie Irving real quick. Kyrie Irving need to just be quiet. He came out and said, I believe yesterday, that in clutch moments that he felt like LeBron should have stepped up and he didn't or whatever. And he even said uh, when they ran the play for Kyrie, you know. He looked at why LeBron can't do it. And like LeBron has always been a person who, who he wants to see somebody succeed. Period. Especially if you're on this team, he wants to see you do great things. He, especially when he recognizes your potential. He wants to see you do great things. So for 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 Kyrie to come out and say what he said, and LeBron's, you know, response was kind of hurt because it's like, all I want to do is see him be successful. That's it. And I don't, and I don't see nothing wrong with that. But Kyrie Irving, you know, being Kyrie Irving, who who th who thinks the the Earth is flat, which that's asinine in itself. Um made his comment, and I'm like, just just play basketball, bruh. Like, I'm, I'm not going to be the whole shut up and dribble thing because you, you do have a voice. You, 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 you are supposed to use your platform. But when you say stuff like this, like, while LeBron can't shoot it or LeBron didn't do this, LeBron didn't do that, bruh, LeBron helped you get a ring, even though you made the shot in game seven against Golden State. Le Le LeBron, LeBron, Got you a ring, bro. Because before before he came back to Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavs had the number one draft pick 
I think three out of the four times. So that says a whole lot. Come on now. Then you get to Boston, and and because they didn't want to pay Isaiah Thomas, they picked you up, and you really didn't do a whole lot because you kept getting hurt. So Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Terry Rozier stepped up. And so Terry Rozier didn't want to be a backup point guard, which he about to be a backup point guard anyway. Um, ended up in Charlotte, and they get Kimball Walker, who played better than you. I'm not saying he's a better player, but he played better than you. Like, come on. Like, nah, bruh. Like, nah. <laughs> nah, bruh. And then now you in Brooklyn. Oh, you, you, you wild the crowd a couple of times. And that was it. Like, you, you really have nothing to show for yourself. You only played 11 games at Duke. And when you came back, you tried to take over. That's why Duke can, can win the national championship that year in 2011. Or 2012. Whatever year it was when you came back after being hurt the entire time. Come on. Stop it. Just play. Just play. Let, let, let your game speak for itself. It's crazy. So, um... The games, the schedule, yes. Let's get into that. What game matches? I mean, what matchup am I not looking forward to? I'm a basketball guru. I love basketball. There's not too many basketball games that I, I won't watch. Like, if it's if basketball is on, I'll probably watch it. Like, I even got into the WNBA this past year, which I usually don't do, but I watched it because everywhere you look, they were on their jerseys that had Breonna Taylor on there. So, I definitely paid attention to that. So, I'm happy. I'm you know, I'm happy about that. I'm going to continue to watch the WNBA, but obviously the the first the first weekend in, in in the matter is going to be great. You got the Warriors and the Nets. Steph Curry against Kyrie. Hopefully Kyrie don't get hurt because he seems to do that a lot. He get he get he get hurt more than he play. Uh, never mind. I'm not going to get into that. Then you got the Clippers and the Lakers. Christmas night, a slew of games. Warriors and the Bucks, Mavericks and the Lakers. You know, just so many games you get to watch. And although I probably got to work Christmas, I'm going to try my best to try to watch some of these games, man. Because basketball is where it's at. It's just something fun about a crossover and a jump shot or a block shot or getting dunked on or a, a windmill dunk that it gets people excited. Oh, man, then just the other games like the Nets and the Celtics, Clippers and the Nuggets, the Mavericks and the Clippers, the Jazz and the Nuggets, the Blazers and the Clippers is one I'm going to be really be paying attention to because Dame Dollar is coming for, is coming for um, Pat Beverly. He's coming for Pat Beverly. All that smack talking. Like, Dame, Dame Dollar let his game speak for itself, and I'm, I'm, I guarantee you he's working on his game right now. As I'm talking about them. Then you got the Bucks and the Nets. Giannis versus KD. And they both in the East. So we'll, we'll see how that turn out. Also, what other games am I looking forward to? The Warriors and the Lakers, of course. The Lakers and the Celtics. That that all, always is a good rivalry. Although, you know, 
you know, the the um Celtics don't have the star power like the Lakers do. But I mean, Jason Tatum is a good is a is coming into a great player. Jalen Brown is good. Kimba Walker is gonna be Kimba. So then you got the Nuggets and the Lakers. That's gonna be a good one because the Nuggets got ousted in five games against the Lakers. Then you got the Nets and the Lakers, KD and LeBron, the two best players in the in the world. Then you got the Heat and the Lakers, a a, a, a finals, a finals uh, reunion, so to speak. Miami going to LA. Then the Nets and the Clippers. Then this game, I'm. I'm not going to say I'm going to get teary-eyed about it, but it'll be the Lakers and the Sixers in Philly, and it'll be a year and a day after Kobe and Gigi died. Then you got the Hornets and the Pelicans. Uh, Le uh, LaMelo against Lonzo. Now, all of these games are scheduled, and it, and they'll only be played if, you know, based on the the pandemic that, that I'm pretty sure will probably still be going on in, into 2021. So, I'm I'm really excited for when the season start. Like preseason start this weekend. So I'm I'm ready to watch. I'm ready. I'm gonna be glued into the TV. I mean, obviously I'm gonna spend time with my family and things like that. But I'm gonna be glued in to see, try to watch as much as I can. I may even get the league pass. Probably not. My wife ain't gonna let me. Uh, so, I don't know, we'll see. So, these next two topics, next three topics, I'm going to talk about, um, um, I don't, I don't know if everybody's ready for it. So, Casey Goodwin in Columbus, Ohio, was shot and killed by police for, because they said he, and he was shot in the back because they say he, he fit a description. I've said this before. What is this description that you're describing? Like, explain the description to me that you're trying to describe about somebody fitting a description. And uh, then that it has them getting killed. And then you shoot them in the back like, like, come on now. But it just goes to show they don't care about us. Because I'm pretty sure these police officers are going to get put on administrative leave for investigation-wise. And they're going to try to let this thing run its course. Bro, you shot somebody in the back because you say this person looked the part of something that that what what's the part that they look like? Like what is what is what is this description that I, I supposedly fit? Like it, it makes absolutely no sense. It's crazy. So then, also and this was in Alabama, a, a young man by the name of Lakeith Smith gets fifty-five years in prison. For being with his friends. Now, this was five years ago, and he was 15. And he was with some friends. That now, I'm not I'm not saying he sh he should or shouldn't go to jail. Or he sh actually I take that back. He shouldn't have gone to jail. But this is a black boy who was tried as an tried as an adult at 15 because one of his friends shot at the police officers. And I believe the one that shot at him is dead now. And the other friends took a plea deal. But how is it that at 15, you being tried as an adult and you get 55 years? Oh, yeah, this is in Alabama, but still, come on now. 
like, like uh, us as black, us as blacks carry so much power and so much weight that they will do anything to try to minimize who we are and what we're capable of or what our potential could be. He's 15. He was 15. He's, I think he's 20 now, but he was 15. 15 years old, tried as an adult, and he gets 55 years because he, he didn't want to take a plea deal. I don't blame him. First of all, why am I being tried as an adult at 15? You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you got adults that's, that's, that's only doing two weeks in jail, a.k.a. Lori Lachlan, for school fraud, right? I know it's not the same crime, but, but she's white. He's black. Don't matter if he was in a different state. Wrong is wrong. These police officers should get 55 years. They shouldn't see the light of day. They're probably not. Amber Geiger, she only got 10 years. She's probably not going to do the whole 10. But she's going to be on good conduct. It's crazy. It's crazy. So, also, the, let's talk about the military and their cover-up. There was a green, a green Beret killed in Fort Bragg. And... Like most things in the military, everything is always covered up. The military almost operates like the police do. And I think it's unfair. Um, like in Fort Hood or any other base. If if you don't like the way they do business in the military, they'll do they'll try to find a way to exonerate you. I mean, I'm sorry, that's the wrong word. They'll 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 do anything to, to diminish who you are. They even tried to do it to me. So I don't know what's up with the military and why they're trying to cover up this story. Like, and they try to cover up anything to, to save themselves because that's what the military does. That's what the government does. They try to do anything to save themselves. And I, I think this is, this is crazy. Like, why did he get killed? Why was he killed? They ain't saying that. So, a couple of more topics, y'all. I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to get out of y'all's way. So, um, what does the playoff look like with Coastal Carolina? Will they get some love? Who knows? I don't think anything is going to change. Just got to wait and see. Also, who is the greatest college football player that I've ever seen play? Hmm. It's so many to name. I mean, the obvious choice for me would probably probably be Vince Young only because I watched him in high school, watched him at UT, and a little bit in the NFL before, you know, he stopped reading the playbook. Then I could go Ricky Williams, um, Eddie George. Man, there's just so many to name. But I think... I think I'm a roll with <laughs> I think I'm a roll with Vince Young. H Town baby. Yeah, or should I could even go Adrian Peterson. Like Adrian Peterson was a monster. But yeah, I'm going with Vince Young. Shout out to Vince Young. Um UT alumni. Um yeah. I'm that's who I'm going with. 
that I've ever seen. And I think he should have won Heisman too. Because in the in a league where quarterbacks and kind of I'm saying college football gets the most love because it's the most important position in any sport, he shouldn't have got second place. It should have gone to Vince Young instead of Reggie Bush that year. But we all know who got the ultimate trophy in the end. And that was them Longhorns, baby. All right. Final thoughts, and I'm going to get out of here. So the Jets always make it look interesting when they lose. And if, you, and if you're going to fire Greg Williams and fire the whole coaching staff, like fire everybody. But I guess they can't fire everybody because they got to have somebody coach the team. Shoot, the players could probably do a better job of themselves. So, but the Jets were up uh, 28-24. And they do a zero blitz, an all-out blitz. And Derek Carr, which I, I think he's a average quarterback. I don't think he's above average or below average. He's just an average quarterback. Throws a ball to uh, Henry Ruggs Jr. Harry Ruggs. Henry Henry Ruggs Jr. For a touchdown that gives them the win. Like, the Jets are making, making it look interesting, although they keep losing. I think they're making it look interesting. But defensive coordinator Greg Williams got fired. Not, I, I'm assuming it was based on that one play, but I don't think so. Anyway... Um, again, of course, y'all know the music that I play, I don't own the rights to them. So what you heard at the beginning was All I Want for Christmas is You by Mariah Carey. And also, man, go get that book going up yonder, the children's book going up yonder that my wife made, uh, created, wrote, whatever you want to call it. It's on Amazon, $12.99. Get you a copy. Get your friend a copy. This your boy, Daydream. This is the Couch Potato Podcast, and I am out of here again. When I see y'all, well, when I talk to y'all again, and y'all be safe. I love y'all, and peace.